Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Zipbackers podcast show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 13 of season two of Transformers Animated. It is A Bridge Too Close, part two. This episode was written by Marty Eisenberg. We're bringing in a lot of the names for this mm. last two-parter. And the last time on Transformers Animated, Megatron kidnapped Bulkhead, who is apparently the greatest space bridge expert who's ever lived now for some reason. <laughs> for reasons. <laughs> uh, anyway, in this episode, uh, Starscream and his clones attack Megatron. Yep, and Starscream tells him, look, forget the others, just let Megatron fucking have it and they do and megatron gets blasted into the wall and optimus wonders how can there be more starscream clones and then blur explains how starscream must have done it just in case we forgot because this is exposition the two-part episode <laughs> uh yeah megatron's holding off the clones um he does call for help but blitzwing and lugnut are, are still restrained in whatever some cave nearby yeah funny the story tunnel. about that blitzwing tells him <laughs> So yeah, Megatron's on his own for now. He blasted the real Starscream and Bulkhead and Dr. Sumdak are going to shut down the space bridge. The Constructicons is a brief moment here where they question their loyalty. They're like, eh, should we be killing people or, or Transformers? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want to get involved this. in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then a uh, stray laser fire blasts an oil barrel out of their hands and they're like, oh, fuck this. And they get right in the fight. It's on now, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Optimus manages to get out of the cement that Mixmaster buried him and Prowl in last time and he gets Prowl free and he says, we need to get a higher ground advantage over the star screams who could just fly above you again because they can fly and you can't but yeah they're still fighting megatron and bumblebee says well why don't we just let them finish megatron first now optimus says no we can't let any decepticon get near the space bridge but like you could let them duke it out for a while yes just let them keep going soften them up a bit at least <laughs> except we can't argue that paul because optimus is a tactical genius from the elite <laughs> guard remember uh but yeah arrogant star scream starts getting in on mixed master's face and mixed master just cements his arms to his chest and he goes down then the liar one i just realized he's painted like ramjet says uh don't uh i won't shoot you and but then Prowl ninja stars him in the back of the leg and slaps the stasis cuffs on him that are as big as Prowl is. Yeah. <laughs> so there's one Starscream down. Yeah. Uh, you're constantly reminded in this episode of how big Starscream is compared to the Autobots. Um, I do like that the liar Starscream is like, I can get out of this anytime if I wanted to. <laughs> yes. And then suck up Starscream shows up and he's like, it's an honor to free you. And as soon as he does, liar goes, I freed myself. But uh, now Blur and Bumblebee are zooming all over the place, uh, taking shots at Coward Starscream, who was painted exactly like Skywarp now. Like, was he before? I didn't really notice. But yeah, Blur gets the cuffs on him, but then Arrogant Starscream, covered in cement, just gets slammed into them. Yeah, they start flying through the air, and they just go into the space bridge. B yells at Bulk, like, get them back, but... They there wasn't a target destination, I guess, programmed in. So they're just somewhere in the galaxy. Yeah, they could have gone anywhere. But then female Starscream lands down beside Bulkhead and Bumblebee's like, hey, are you Paul, these? Paul, he tosses Paul, Paul, Paul. Girl Starscream. <laughs> it's a girl. Bumblebee tosses down some stasis cuffs to Bulkhead. He's like, here, use these on her. And Bulkhead tackles her. And I totally saw this coming. They just go rolling across the floor. And when they come up, she has the stasis cuffs on him instead. <laughs> so we go back to Megatron. He's surrounded by clones. They're opening fire on him. And just before he gets hit, Optimus flies through, clips a couple of them, and he's saves megatron but insists i didn't come to save you he's yeah. there for the bridge but uh yeah now they're both taking fire from the star scream so they get going back to back and i think yeah prime did it better 100 <laughs> percent. but uh back on lake erie volcano dinobot island ratchet has the all spark shards installed and sarah uses her key on the controls of the ship and 
the things start lighting up and we hear the engines whirring and Ratchet tells the ship, stay with me, buddy. You can do it. Yeah. Sorry's like, what are you talking to the ship? And then the ship talks back in that Ratchet kind of voice. <laughs> yeah. And at that moment, I heard the voice and I, I was like, wait a minute, that voice. I looked at the ship and I was like, yellow, red and gray. Oh, this is Omega Supreme. But Ratchet has to inform the ship. Let's just fuck it. Let's just call him Omega Supreme. Yeah. <laughs> Ratchet informs Omega Supreme. The wars are over. We won. Except he didn't because you're fucking fighting one night now. But anyway, <laughs> uh, and, and thanks to you, we won the war um, and we're going to get you running again, big fella. Yep. Sorry, asks, how come you never told me your ship was alive? And Ratchet's like, it's because he hasn't been alive for two million stellar cycles and he's been in a modified stasis ever since. Oh, I thought I thought it was because the writers hadn't figured it out and just made it up and pulled it out of their ass two episodes ago. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. But I, I guess, okay, he's been dead for two million days. I'm sorry. I, I, I was mistaken. Ratchet says they need his help and with my organic friend here and her key will have you, dare I say, ship shape in no time. Huh? All right. Uh, so uh, back with Starscream, um, he he and girl Starscream, you. OK, so between episodes, Paul, let me know. Her name is Slipstream. But really, they play it off like girl Starscream so much. <laughs> anyway, Slipstream and uh, Starscream attack Megatron. They bicker with each other. And then when they go for a big combined shot, Megatron just grabs Optimus by the back, holds him up and uses him <laughs> yes. as a shield. And I laugh. It's like that fucking Gilbert Godfrey joke. The bear just grabs the rabbit and wipes his ass with him. Anyway, <laughs> meanwhile, Mixmaster, he tells Prowl, you know, keep still so I can get you in some cement shoes and they're going to fit real good. And here comes Bumblebee who has to announce he's there first and he gets cemented to the wall. Yeah, yeah, Master of Stealth. I'm attacking you! Yeah. Uh, so, Prowl starts running around and Mix is trying to blast Prowl with the concrete, and uh, this is when Megatron says, fuck that! Attack the original Starscream. Yeah, he tells Mixmaster to get the head Starscream, and then Starscream blasts Prime out of Megatron's grip, and not like you to hide behind an Autobot Megatron, <laughs> Prowl runs over to Prime, but then suck up Starscream slaps the stasis cuffs on him because he had to try such a wonderful move that you did early. I had to try it for myself. <laughs> oh, oh, when, You're so um, great. when Megatron says attack the original Starscream, there's a quick cut where Sumdak goes, the original Starscream, and basically abandons bulk. Uh, so the Starscreams start to swarm Megatron. Um, Prowl gets taken out by, like you said, the cowardly one. And then the, all the Starscreams restrain Megatron and... Starscream Prime? I don't know, whatever. Picks up a sword. He's going to cut off some heads. Commercial break. Mm -hmm. And when we come back, Starscream promises he'll tell the Decepticons that Megatron died valiantly just after you name me your successor. But then the Headmaster unit flies over and cuts Starscream's head off. And you hear Dr. Sumdeco, total ownage, noob. <laughs> <laughs> I actually liked it when he said that. Um, so B has a quick line. He's like, see, yeah, he was betraying us the whole time. And Simdex says, no, I'm just getting this body so I can kick the shit out of Megatron. And Megatron says, bitch, please. Mm -hmm. He just throws the two star screams that were holding him like they're made out of styrofoam and like one with each arm and then he just blasts the headmaster unit clean off Starscream's body one shot and then Starscream's body falls on real Starscream's head. It's like a falling tree. <laughs> So, so back to Omega Supreme, uh, Sari uses her key on the ship, which she's going to do a number of times. I don't know. This is uh, The whole Omega Supreme thing kind of annoys me, but uh, she uses the key on a ship, but he can't free himself. 
And then uh, Brad just says something like, do it again, kid, and give it everything you got. And she turns the key not even 90 degrees. It turns about 70 <laughs> degrees, and that was everything she's got. Yeah, sure enough, the engines come on, and it even wouldn't that blast it farther into the mountain? But no, it, it gets Paul, itself you're free. Using and- logic. <laughs> not, not in these episodes. Omega Supreme, he's flying around. He's like, I can't believe I'm flying again. But wait a minute, this isn't Cybertron. Yeah, they have to. Well, there's. I think Ratchet even has a line of, oh, I've got a lot to tell you or something it's like that. a long that, story. But, yeah, that's it. Anyway, back with the Autobots. They're all in stasis cuffs. They wake up, I guess, after this fight. They've had their asses kicked. And the Constructicons return with Blitzwing and Lugnut, and things are looking pretty bad. Uh, so Proud decides to start humming. Yep, he's doing his meditation mantra, I guess. And... Uh, Bumblebee's like, what the fuck are you doing? And Bumblebee or Prowl's like, a trained cyber ninja can use processor over matter to remove stasis cuffs. And Balkan's like, really? That'll work? And then Prowl, he's like, it probably would if I ever completed my cyber ninja training. <laughs> so then uh, Megatron decides to monologue his entire plan, which I think has been said three times now in these two episodes. But he explains his entire plan to us again. And um, then, oh my God. They wrote off, Optimus actually has a line where he, he looks at Bulkhead and he says, so where did all this space bridge tech come from? What, where's that coming from? And they write it off so quickly with Bulkhead saying, oh, I just had a knack for it. Yeah, he had a lot of free time back on the farm to study space bridges. Like, because that's what, that's what people who live on farms have a lot of, free time. Yes. <laughs> the only place there's more work is in a fucking restaurant kitchen. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bulkhead says, yeah, don't worry that this space bridge is a paperweight unless there's someone on Cybertron to receive what gets sent through it. And uh, Bumblebee reminds him about Wasp, you know, that spy we caught at Autobot boot camp. Yeah, but it's not Wasp that calls in. It's Shockwave who's like, hey, Bumblebee, remember me? I'm Longarm. Ha ha. Uh, there is kind of one one moment I wish they hung on it a little bit more where B goes, wait, does that mean? And Bulk's like, yeah, you sent an innocent Transformer to prison or whatever. I wish they would have just cut to Bumblebee's face for a slow realization of what a horrible, horrible person he is. <laughs> But Megatron tells the Decepticons to prepare to conquer Cybertron and Scrapper Hesk's Mixmaster. Uh, what's a Cybertron? I don't know. <laughs> Before they do anything else, just to make sure Bulkhead didn't sabotage the thing, they're going to test the space bridge by throwing Optimus through it first. But before Megatron can toss Optimus through, uh, Omega Supreme shows up and just opens fire. He blows, I guess the roof is already open, but he uh, blows parts of the roof down and rubble just gets in the way of the space bridge. Yep, Ratchet tells him make sure he doesn't blast the Autobots, and Sari wants a visual on her dad, and Omega Scream's like, okay, what is a dad? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, inside the ceiling's coming down on them, and Megatron has Mixmaster and Scrapper start clearing the rubble away from the space bridge and sends the rest of the Decepticons to attack the Autobot ship. Which they do, and very quickly it starts to careen down towards the Decepticon base commercial break. And when we come back... Ratchet says to do something like the Omega Maneuver, but what that means is sorry turns the key again. <laughs> yes, because the ship's like, I can't do that, and Ratchet smacks the button on the dash. He's like, don't give up on me now, soldier! And I guess that moves them down to the battle bridge because they go down like an elevator and yeah sarah uses her key while he loosens up some of the joints and then the ship transforms okay here's before we get into like yeah it's omega supreme but here's the 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 shit thing about this what makes it so annoying is ratchets acting like they're doing something different and they're really stressing themselves and it's a lot of effort and they're giving it all they can when in reality sorry is turning her wrist 90 degrees One time, only 70 degrees. That's all she's doing. And he's acting, do it again. Give it everything you got. 
click. Why did you even take the key out? Sorry, just leave the key in the fucking key slot. Well, the God thing that bugged damn. me the most about this transformation is it's a really quick transformation. If there was ever a time you wanted to do the long, detailed anime speed lines really? transformation showing all the joints and shit, this is the time. Like, I know, man. yeah. Th- this episode is just, it falls short. Like, it falls short on everything. It tries a lot of big things. Whatever. Um, so, it's Omega Supreme, yeah. And uh, he, we introduce him, and he's big, and he's invincible. No, we're just going to shoot him in the ankles, and he falls over. <laughs> yes, because his size pales in comparison to the greatness of Megatron, Lugnut says, and then girls terror scream, realize, oh, that's his weakness, aim for the legs, boys, and yeah, down he goes. Yeah, so uh, Sari uses the key again, and it gives him enough power, I don't know where it came from, the key, to open <laughs> all the weapons, and he gets, like, like, where is any of the logic, even for this show, where's the logic in this shit? Yeah, he blasts the Decepticons away, and thanks to the Doc Bot, but then... Uh, suck up star scream tells him it's an honor to bask in your glory and omega just smacks him away that kind like of mosquito or something yeah <laughs> and he does the same thing to liar or, or um, yeah he boots liar liar star yeah, star scream just kicks him <laughs> so back to prow uh he frees himself with the cuffs and actually the humming works just as megatron throws optimus through the space bridge and prow throws a batarang and cuts the stasis cuffs. Yep, which is just enough time for Optimus to grapple down onto Megatron's arm, pull his way back out of the space bridge, and then the space bridge disappears, and Megatron immediately looks at Dr. Sumdak, and he's just like, wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> now, I know I'm shitting on this episode a lot, and rightly so, but that little action sequence was pretty fucking cool. But yeah, Bulkhead even points out it couldn't have been Dr. Sumdak, because he'd have to, when then Bumblebee's like, shut up before you give him any more ideas. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> really so uh what megatron figures is that we need a bigger all spark and this was kind of neat he just takes me- uh starscream's head <laughs> shoves it into this energy core thing and clamps it closed it's like one of those garbage cans where you use your foot to open the fucking thing that's reminded <laughs> me of yeah but yeah yeah shockwave says the destination coordinates have been deleted this thing could send megatron anywhere and then it just starts sucking up everything not nailed down in the room yeah completely overloads i guess the spark was too big bulkheads like you idiot you overloaded it um and then megatron seems to blame this on optimus he's like i'm gonna like optimus has to dig his axe into the ground and megatron has his sword in the ground and they're they're kind of facing off megatron's like ah this is all your fault i'm gonna get rid of you and this like dude this is all your fault but whatever megatron ends up losing his footing he gets hit he flies into the bridge on that on his way there optimus manages to slap the cuffs on him only on one arm though did you notice that i did but yeah apparently apparently it still works but uh now i guess everyone in the room isn't affected by this space bridge for a few seconds anyway and optimus gets all the other autobots free and they're gonna get some deck and beat it before the thing explodes but it's getting too powerful and conveniently omega supreme uh lands in front of it and i guess he's blocking the energy what he's absorbing some kind of energy and giving them time to run he ejects ratchet and sorry and i'm i guess we're supposed to feel something here where ratchet says i can't let you die again even though nobody knew you existed <laughs> two episodes ago and look, omega even points out that's my programming is yeah, to really? protect everything no matter the cost including sacrificing myself like this is what I, you made me guy for situations like this yeah and then he gets like crumpled up and sucked into the drain um and so he's gone and uh then uh sorry has a reun- uh, reunion with her dad 
They, everybody flees. So everybody flees. Oh, I forgot the Constructicons. Everybody flees in the Constructicons like, we can't leave the oil. But the Autobots get to the edge of the cliff and look back and all but one of them are still online. They mean Omega Supreme, but he's probably out there somewhere. And Sari's like, see, I told you my dad didn't betray us. He's as honest as they come. And then we see her elbow where her dress is ripped. Yeah, she's a robot. How about that? Megatron tells Mixmaster to target the head Starscream, and that gives Sumdak the idea to use the Headmaster unit, which failed spectacularly, but what would be the point of targeting the real one? Is this like the Lost Boys, or if you destroy the head vampire, the others die too? Well, if that's the case, why didn't Megatron blast the real Starscream's disembodied head at the first chance he got? And how would Mixmaster even know which one was the head Starscream? He's never met the real Starscream, he's only met two clones, and that was before he lost his memory. Now, if you were Mixmaster and you saw all these guys flying around, which one would you think was the real Starscream. Now, let's see. That one guy over there just praises everybody. Yeah, that one's scared of everything. Uh, purple guy's just full of himself. That fella just told me he's not here, so I don't need to worry about him. And uh, the guy with the blue thing glowing in his forehead, yeah, he just yells a lot. And that lady one, she's kicking the shit out of everybody. Now, if you didn't know better, wouldn't you think she was their leader? That she was the real Starscream? At the very least, she's the biggest threat. Uh, uh, towing place out the rope for me is a sign in the shop wall that says, you want to talk to the man in charge or the woman that knows what's going on? And that's exactly what's happening here. She's the one saying aim for the spark chamber. She took out Bulkhead after he... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show, the end of another season of yeah. Transformers Animated, A Bridge Too Close Part 2. Paul, what did you think of this pile of crap? <laughs> well, again, if there was any one time you could use that full body transformation thing but yeah uh, really it wasn't bad it was a way to and uh it's almost like they used it as a way that they could have ended the show if they didn't know they were going to get a third season because yeah. it ends with megatron and starscream out in space bickering with each other yeah we didn't mention that there's a, a an end credit scene over the well, yeah title technically card. yeah that's yeah, in the where credits, they're they're, yeah. they're stuck in space facing each other floating and and, and just bickering that was kind of funny you know i like i said this was you know exposition the two-parter I, I found it really boring and everything that was supposed to be like a big moment just came out of left field like like omega supreme the whole bulkhead thing it was like you didn't set any of this up and and now i'm supposed to care about it in two episodes well it even sorry arm at the very end of it where you see all the Cybertronian technology underneath her once her dress gets ripped. It's like, where the hell did that come from? I mean, now that you've seen that, a lot of other things make sense, but well, I thought, yeah. yeah. Uh, the next uh, episode we're going to do is the season two wrap up, but if you want to see a couple things that don't make sense, you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> My, <laughs> I'm at John Selby. Pause that, P. McPherson one. Yeah, tell us how many times we said Starscream in this episode if you want, and uh, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Tippicus podcast show at transformerstippicus.podbean.com. Until the next episode, keep on Transformers. See you later. It's a long story.